Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the rainbow. It had been showering all afternoon, and I was upstairs working in my study overlooking the clearing. Suddenly the sun came out, and there in the clearing was a rainbow, arcing through the trees and touching down on the ground in our ceremonial circle. It was a magical moment seeing the rainbow bless our sacred space. I'm always pleased to see a rainbow, and even learning the scientific explanation of how rainbows are formed has not ruined my fascination with them. It still seems magical that what is a series of concentric arcs of colored light is merely the product of sunlight and water drops in the air. A rainbow is most commonly seen when sunlight illuminates falling raindrops and is observed in the direction opposite to the sun. The colored arcs of the rainbow are caused by the sun's rays bending as they enter the raindrops. With enough water droplets in the sky, we may even see secondary and even tertiary rainbows. Somewhere over the rainbow bluebirds fly goes the well-known song from the movie The Wizard of Oz. It tells of the magical realm beyond the rainbow, where happiness is the condition of all who live there such as the Bluebird of Happiness. Although the film's heroine, Dorothy, sang about wishing upon a star to get her to this blissful land, ancient peoples believed they simply had to walk over the rainbow, as if it were a bridge. The rainbow was associated with the Great Golden Age, that idyllic time in the distant past when heaven and earth were in easy communication with each other and beings could use the rainbow to pass back and forth between them. In Norse mythology, this rainbow bridge was called Bifrost, meaning the trembling way, or the swaying road to heaven. It was the bridge between Midgard the earth and Asgard, the domain of the gods. The idea that the rainbow was the bridge to celestial realms was also shared by Japanese mythology, where it was called the road of the gods. In Chinese mythology and in the New World, the rainbow was called the rainbow serpent, the sky dragon, that created the union of earth and heaven. In many Native American traditions, it became the shamanic bridge, giving the shaman access to wisdom so she could bring it back to her people. In some African and Haitian Vudun traditions, the rainbow was Aida Huedo, who carried the mother goddess Mawu on his back, so she could get down to earth and give blessings to her children. Likewise, in Greek tradition, the goddess Iris, messenger of Hera, carried Hera's gifts over the rainbow to the earth below. Later in the Christian era, the rainbow became the path that mortals followed at their peril to reach the land of the fairies. One of the better-known rainbows in folklore is the one with the pot of gold at the end of it, guarded by a leprechaun. But originally, that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow symbolized the womb of the mother goddess, wherein she brewed the true gold, the elixir of rebirth. So, even in this story, the rainbow was the bridge of souls who traveled from the cauldron of regeneration back to the land of the living. In other mythologies, the rainbow was a garment that hid the creative mysteries of the goddess from the eyes of mortals. The seven colors of the rainbow were the seven veils of Maya, 
who worked behind the veils to manifest the material world. Likewise, Isis had her seven rainbow stoles, and Salome her seven veils, and Inanna her seven garments, which concealed their creation mysteries. If perceived by humans, the enormity of these mysteries would make people lose their minds. So the goddess kept her mysteries behind the rainbow veil. Somewhere over the rainbow lies sacred wisdom and happiness. So whether you perceive the rainbow with awe, fascination, or whimsy, may it lead you to your pot of gold. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.